Welcome to the Know, Like, and Trust show with Brittany Gardner, the podcast where we explore the world of personal branding and how to build your know, like, and trust factor up for ultimate business success. And now here's your host, Brittany Gardner. Hey, hey, friends, let's start talking about repurposing, repurposing your content, saving time. And yes, we are going there on working smarter, not harder. We're going to cover myths, what you've tried in the past, and maybe why it didn't perform so well, the essentials of repurposing your content, and the ultimate goal of repurposing. Before we go all there, I want to remind you guys, multiplying your content efforts is one of my three M's, make, measure, and multiply. And I don't know that I've ever done a full dive on repurposing or multiplying. So here we are. Let's talk about myths first. Myth number one is that you're going to be boring if you repurpose, that your audience has seen it all before. I'm going to do a like real big pit stop here. You aren't a broken record, period, exclamation point and mark whatever you want to call it. You aren't. And honestly, no one remembers what you posted last month. When it comes to this noisy, crazy world, you're really not that important. I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm just saying most of us are ingesting thousands of pieces of information every single day. So if you've only shared your marketing message seven times in the last month, your audience has maybe seen one. Maybe. They'd have to be an uber super fan to have seen more than one. And if they haven't acted on one of those pieces, then either the message was not resonating or you need to do some other kind of content work. But the point is you really do need to share your marketing message more often. And that can be made easier by multiplying or repurposing your content. So that is that myth busted. Let's move on to myth number two, which is you're lazy for repurposing. No, no way. You are not lazy and repurposing is not lazy. It's working smarter. Work smarter, not harder, right? And the reality of the situation is if you've created good content in the past, you're kind of silly to not share it again. If you've created good lead generating content that one, entertains, two, leads your audience on a journey and helps them get a quick win, you absolutely should be repurposing it. And not repurposing it is worse than lazy. It's like forgetting all the good things you've done in the past and then not being willing to share them with your audience. It's almost a weird way of gatekeeping. And actually, content repurposing is key to a robust content strategy. So those myths are now busted. Let's move on to what you have tried already, most likely at least, and why it sometimes doesn't work. When I say repurposing content, what most people think I mean is sharing somebody else's meme or quote. And let's be honest, I have shared many a Schitt's Creek or The Office or even Friends memes in my emails. They are community and cultural like touchstones, and those are wonderful. Now, what I'm talking about is using someone else in your niche or your field, their quote, and just throwing it up on the gram or whatnot, and then walking away. That isn't going to share your message. It's not going to further your purpose. And the reason is because it's building somebody else's authority. You want to build your own authority. And the best way you can do that, if you want to share someone else's quote or meme, is to share it and then give your own personal take on it. 
Sometimes I love somebody's quotes. I've actually done whole episodes built around other people's quotes, but then I've gone and digested them. I've actually metered them out and said, here's how it applies to this. Here's how it applies to that. We want to make sure that we're giving our own take on it and helping our audience deepen their learning on that quote or meme. The next thing most people have tried are resharing someone else's content. Maybe not just like a pithy quote, but resharing someone's whole article. And this, I'm going to give you guys the exact same advice as I did with quotes. Give your opinion. Give your take. Just this morning, I reshared someone else's post on LinkedIn. To me, it wasn't even business necessarily related, but it was something that will build that connection with my audience. And the person shared that their best advice to anyone before they get married is to go to Ikea, shop together, buy something, bring it home and build it together. And if you survive that harrowing experience, you're probably going to be okay in your marriage. And I laughed because let's be honest, we've all been there. And then I reshared that and added, hey, what's your couple moment? For my husband and me, it was not actually Ikea. It was joining our boxes of cords. You know, all those extra chargers and connecting cords that probably went to something important, but you're not really sure what it is at this point. And oh my gosh, I better not get rid of it because I'm probably going to need it in a month. So I end up with this huge box of cords. My husband will tell you, this is not a secret, that when we first got together, the hardest thing he did was join our two separate boxes of cords because once those two boxes were joined, they were never going to be split up. So Ikea wasn't really our litmus. It was the cord box. I shared that and surprise, surprise, it's one of the most engaging posts on my LinkedIn profile right now. And it's because it kind of brings the message home, right? It connects all of us together. It shows that I am a real person. And yes, I'm going to offer you some good marketing advice but I'm not some crazy person who doesn't live a real life. All right, so same on the reshares. You want to give your own opinion, give your own take, build your own authority. And then finally, what you've probably also tried in the past is simply reposting your own content. And this I actually am a huge fan of. I repost content all the time and not one person has ever called me out for doing so. Last week, I actually reposted a story about learning a business lesson from my toddler's speech therapy. And before posting it, I simply altered the two-year-old reference to a four-year-old reference, and then I updated the call to action. Nobody noticed I had posted this before. That's the way you repost old content. You update anything that makes it feel seasonal or makes it feel old, and you update the CTA if you have old offers that have changed, if you're trying to you know, launch a new offer, whatever it might be. That is how you make reposting your own content work for you. So those are the three things you've probably tried in the past and some quick fixes on how to use them better in the future. Now let's move on to the goal, the ultimate goal of repurposing content. And that is to reuse both old and current content in new ways. And this can be done in quite a few different ways. But I want to, to reference that you're using your old stuff and anything new that you're making in more than one way, more than one avenue, whether that's platforms like Facebook versus Instagram versus TikTok, and more than one like delivery way. So here's a few ideas on that. You could create an infographic from a blog post or an article that has been published on your website before. If like me, you have a podcast and you're delivering something that has three tips, for example, you could easily put those three tips into a worksheet, something like that, that people can download. If you are saying that there are three ways 
or four ways, as I'm about to share, that you could repurpose content by posting in new ways, you could create that infographic and show the different ways in the infographic and post that with a blog post on your website or right along the podcast on your website. Another thing you could do is turn a blog post into a video by adding voiceover narration and or images and videos for visuals. So video creation software like Camtasia Studio can help you do these kinds of things. There are also really cool like cartoon graphic software options out there now that can kind of make little animated cartoons that go along with your words if you don't want to do video. Another idea is turning an article into slides with accompanying text. You could use SlideShare for something like this. A lot of speakers do that, for example. And then another fun idea would be to publish an article as an ebook on Amazon Kindle or create PDFs, kind of those worksheets I was mentioning earlier, to accompany any videos or podcast learning options that you have on your website already. So those are just four ideas. There are a ton more. And to be fair, all four of those options do require additional work, and they're probably best for major pieces of content, like cornerstone, content pillar kind of content. The show-up system that I teach my clients is a simplified every week kind of content repurposing system that you can easily incorporate into your weekly workflow. And then my BC method workshop that it teaches you the mechanics of reusing the same topic over and over as different pieces of content. It gives new angles. It covers like new levels and new devils, all of that. So those are two different options I have for you guys that can help you repurpose your content in different ways. One that would put content into different platforms and then one that would cover the same topic from different angles. So now that we've covered the goal, the myths, things you've tried in the past, let's just talk the bare bones basics, the essentials of repurposing your content. They are one, stop recreating good stuff. You probably already have really good stuff out there. You don't need to recreate it. I just spent several weeks reposting old podcast episodes. For a couple of them, I simply made a new intro and outro and reposted the whole interior. For a couple of other ones, I combined two other episodes. I did that for my sticky content and Monopoly content episode, for example. And then for another one, I gave commentary on an episode from a year and a half ago, just kind of updating a few things that I wanted to clarify, stuff like that. So you already have good stuff. My podcast example is one tiny little example. If you're a heavy Instagrammer, scroll your posts from a year ago. I promise you there's some good stories. Storytelling sells. Reuse that stuff. So that's essentials number one. Essentials number two is to start taking one-tenth of your content creation time and use it to measure. If you don't want to do that, you could also just hire me to set up an automatic measuring system for you. The content ROI dashboard is available. I have it priced right now, if you're listening to this in current time, at $1,000. That includes your two favorite major platforms for measurement. And then three, the essentials of repurposing content. Look for thought-provoking things. I already kind of said this. If you're an Instagrammer, look back to a year ago. If you're a Facebooker, you've got Facebook, like, the meta suite, the business meta suite, it has archives of everything you've ever posted. If you're a blogger or a podcaster, you've already got the archives and they're already on your own system, so even better. When you do that, start cross-referencing different things. Every time I mention a different episode in an episode that I'm recording on this podcast, I cross-reference it in my content database because that way, when I want to repurpose either episode of it, I can see you know, six months down the line, oh, I mentioned that here. Maybe there's a story in the other one that I could use to introduce this topic. All of those thought-provoking things 
are time pockets for you. Anytime you've made a good analogy, used a good story to introduce a concept, you don't have to spend the time coming up with that again. You don't have to spend the time writing that out again when you cross-reference it in your own backend system. So all of those good visuals, don't spend time recreating them. Those thought-provoking things are the things that move the needle for your audience. Those are the things that get them thinking differently about their problem and about you as a part of the solution. So those are the things that you want to mark or star or favorite in your own system. And then finally, I just want to talk to you guys briefly about why my multiply method is different than a lot of other people's. There are other people talking about content management or content repurposing. But when I say multiply, I'm not just multiplying the pieces of content I am putting out there. I'm multiplying my efforts. And for that, I want to simply say that when we're repurposing only our lead generating content, we're multiplying the efforts that we put in to create that content in the first place. That focuses on the customer journey. That focus on the customer journey moves people from your audience into the lead generation phase, into the nurturing phase, and then eventually into the client phase. I'm not repurposing content that simply got likes in the past. I'm focusing more on content that drove action. And that right there, friends, that is why I spend much fewer hours on content creation than most people even though I live and breathe it, even though I do it for other people, even though I do it for my clients and me, I'm spending less time on it because I'm making use of those efforts I put in a year ago or two years ago. And that's what I really want for you. I want for you to know that whatever time you're putting into your content schedule right now, it's not just time that's going to serve you this week or this month. It's going to serve you for years to come. Woo. All right. Okay. That caffeinated message was brought to you by my favorite tea, August Twin Common. They're not paying me to say this. I just love them so very dearly. And uh, clearly, I have had a little bit too much today. All that said, though, I do want to impress upon you. I love being able to repurpose my content. And what I really love is teaching my clients how to do it for them. Because when we first start, if I do like a full done for you content plan for a client and it's lasting three months, that three months can feel like a bit of a behemoth, you know, the mountain that you're climbing in the moment. But when you get to the end and you have the ability to start repurposing and multiplying the efforts of all of those pillar and cornerstone pieces of content, things start feeling easier. And uh, I'm all about organizing my business around my life. You know, I don't want to spend 60 hours a week working. I really hope I never, ever have to do that. In fact, getting beyond 20 might be difficult for me at this point. And I like that. I like living my life. I like having time to do all the other things. So if that's something that you can sign your name to, you owe it to yourself to find a way to start multiplying your efforts. See you guys next week. All right, friends, you know the drill. If you found value from this episode, there are two things you can do to thank me. The first is share it with a friend. If you enjoyed this episode, you learned something from it, odds are you know somebody who needs to hear this message. I do truly believe that a rising tide lifts all boats. And if you help that friend with something that they need to do, we're going to have less crappy marketers out there, which means less scams, and we get to help more people in those ways that we uniquely are meant to help them. The second thing you can do is leave a rating on whichever podcast app you are listening to the show on right now. Doing that helps me reach more people, 
getting, again, this same great information out there, and we all make a better, happier, effective, and ethical world as a result. Thanks so much. See you next week. 